This is the WBGO Journal, and we wanted to have her on board for quite some time. Newark Symphony Hall, New Jersey's largest black-led arts and entertainment venue, has announced that Yendor Theater Company, YTC, as its first company in residence. And YTC is the first production with the venue will be Richard Wesley's Black Terror, co-produced by Waco Theater Center, which is based out of Los Angeles's North Hollywood neighborhood. The production will be directed by Waco's co-artistic director, Richard Lawson, and will be live streamed online this summer. Joining us on the WBGO Journal is the wonderful Tanisha Nash-Laird, the president and CEO of Newark Symphony Hall. Tanisha, great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me today. This is a wonderful partnership that you have developed. Tell us about it. Yes. So first of all, I'm really excited to be able to talk about this because we uh, announced the lab at Newark Symphony Hall as our first career accelerator and business incubator program. And bringing on our first company and residence under that is Yendor Theater Company. Um, and so we, we announced this partnership because we are in these COVID times. And I thought, man, we could do some really interesting things uh, sort of virtually. And so to be able to collaborate with a uh, North Hollywood located theater in the virtual world is pretty exciting. Um, it's going to be kind of high tech, though. So most people are not going to know that the actors are in on one coast and the other set of actors are on the other coast. Uh, so, yeah. And how do you do that? I mean, it's, you know, everybody's been so creative during the pandemic. Tell us how you're making this work. So it is technology that it's very similar to what Oprah used, right? So Oprah used some technology towards the end of last year, I believe, to interview uh, former President Obama. And it looked like they were in the same room, um, but really they were in two totally different locations. There's a green screen behind that projected uh, the location. And that's what you know, I'm probably telling too much, but that's some of what we're going to be, be doing in terms of the technology. Um, but what's so exciting is to be able to uh, support Yendor Theater Company and to really give them the opportunity to grow and to do a little matchmaking between uh, mentor and mentee, especially since the artistic director of Yandor, Andrew Binger, was originally my mentee, thanks to Rutgers. Um, and I thought maybe, you know, we could level up a little bit and get him some incredible uh, mentors that are also um, have five decades. I hope uh, Richard Lawson doesn't like me telling his age, but five decades of professional experience on stage and screen to support him. So that's how this developed, this, this partnership. It, it goes back to your relationship. That was going to be my next question. You basically yes. answered it, right? That's wonderful. You know, for those who have never been to Newark Symphony Hall, this majestic venue that has been around for so long, why did you want to get involved with Newark Symphony Hall? Well, it, for exactly what you just said, I mean, Newark Symphony Hall was opened in 1925. Um, musicologists back up my claim that it is probably the most music sto musically storied uh, venue in the state of New Jersey. And to be able to steward it into its next 100 years, because we're going to be uh, celebrating 100 years in 2025, 
um, is kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, one of the other things that I recently found out is that I am the sole black woman running a performing arts center in the entire state of New Jersey, something that I want to change. Um, and I'm probably the sole black woman running a historic performing arts center such as Newark Symphony Hall in the country. Um, I also had a conversation with an expert that knows these things. So to be able to do that and to be inclusive of our community, which is predominantly black and brown, uh, reflecting new programming that draws on our heritage and opera, ballet and orchestra, but looking a little bit differently and more reflective of what the state of New Jersey is going to be. In 2028, we're gonna be the majority people of color um, that is black, Latinx and Asian. And I'd like to point out that's exactly what our staff is as well. Why not? <laughs> this is a dream job. And we just recently had on the WBGO Journal there was a conference talking about the need to have more diversity when it comes to the arts in New Jersey, when it comes to the performing arts. So this is a perfect conversation, you know, to mesh right into that. Now, the virtual staging of Black Terror, for those who haven't had the chance to see Black Terror, can you give us a little taste without spoiling it? So without spoiling it, Black Terror debuted in New York City as part of the Shakespeare uh, Theater Festival. Joseph Papp, uh, the very famous uh, theater producer and founder of the public theater, the late Joe Papp, produced this. Um, Richard Wesley is the playwright born and raised in Newark. It was his first professionally produced play in 1971, and it essentially set the stage for his career, um, again, as a screenwriter and as a playwright. But the play is, um, is, is basically about uh, Black revolutionaries. And one of the things that's interesting about it is that the theme, again, resonates today, 50 years later. So um, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it is an incredible, uh, incredible story to contextualize and even today's calls for social justice. You talked about the importance of you running this organization and bringing projects like this one and being the timeliness uh, of all this that we have seen. Do you feel responsibility to, you know, to make sure now that since you're in charge, that the right type of productions are being seen? Absolutely. I feel an incredible responsibility to reflect the community that we're in. You know, Newark is probably one of the most diverse communities in the state. Think about the, um, the, the, the different communities and populations and ethnicities and cultural heritage that we have, whether you're talking about the Portuguese community, uh, the, the Hispanic community, the diverse Black community, the African diaspora, they come from all over the place in terms of the world. And so to be able to reflect that, um, to be able to position us as a place where you can see yourself reflected. You know, I'm raising a lot of money, right, for the, uh, for the venue. And I recently was able to use the line that we're probably one of the few places that had at least four queens perform there. We had Queen Latifah. You know, we had the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. There's a very famous picture of her sitting in the dressing room of Symphony Hall. The Queen of Salsa and Celia Cruz and the Queen of Portuguese Fadu and Amalia Rodriguez. They've all performed on our stage at Newark Symphony Hall. And I think it's important for us to look back, but also look to the future and support the community uh, as it exists here in our region. You know, also one of the wonderful events that took place uh, several years ago at Newark Symphony Hall was 
when Sarah Vaughn had her, her stamp and she was honored by, by the city. Uh, to know that Sarah Vaughn has performed at Newark Symphony Hall, that's another one that, that kind of gives you the chills and, and knowing that, you know, Sassy, this is her, this is her hometown, Newark, and took advantage of this wonderful Symphony Hall. I'm so glad you mentioned her because, as you know, our concert hall is named after her. And very recently we had a, a celebration. Again, it was virtual, but it was Happy Birthday, Sarah. And we looked at that. We looked at uh, we did sort of a mini documentary. It's available on our Facebook and YouTube page about Sassy. Uh, and we were able to include the poetry of the late Amiri Baraka, uh, who says Sassy wasn't the Avon lady. <laughs> but she lived on Avon Avenue. So um, it's really exciting to be able to kind of bring this to a new generation who may not have known about Sassy. Yeah, and it's it's wonderful that you mentioned that as well, because I did have the pleasure of interviewing Mary Baraka several times, even on my sports show, who was, he was incredible uh, talking about going to see Emma Tennell and the Giants when he was the only black football player at the time. And Amiri went with his father and they went to see this one player that really was like meant something to him and looked like him. But I didn't get the chance to ever meet Sarah Vaughn and I never got the chance to meet Louis Armstrong. And boy, that would be my ultimate interview to have those two sitting next to me and talking about jazz, talking about the scene, talking about life. That would be a thrill for me. But I can feel it when I go into Newark Symphony Hall knowing that she has been there. Oh, the Terrace Ballroom um, and our main stage. But as you know, the Terrace Ballroom also was really a center for jazz. And yeah, I mean, I feel it when I, when I walk through. It's the reason that I wanted this job. You know, we also did have designed a tour that we were planning to debut last year. And then we all know what happened last year. So I can't wait until the world opens up again when we can give people physical tours of the building and convey all of that history that you just described. All of those things happen there. With current productions like this one coming, the Indoor Theater Company is its first company in residence now at Newark Symphony Hall. YTC's first production will be co-produced by Waco Theater Center and then directed by Waco's co-artistic director, Richard Lawson. It always helps to have somebody who's hot, right? And Richard Lawson is hot. He's currently recurring on the hit ABC series, Grey's Anatomy, and has more than 100 stage and screen credits. What's your connection with him? So I know his, the executive director of Waco Theater Center, um, Shay Wafer. Thank you for asking. So it allows me to lift her name up. I, I pitched her this on a Thursday. And by Tuesday, she said Richard loves it and wants to do it. And by Friday, we were meeting just like we're meeting now via Zoom and talking about the production. I think it made Andrew uh, Binger's head spin a little bit in a good way, how fast it happened. But yes, um, uh, Waco Theater Center is an amazing place. Richard's uh, co-founder is uh, his wife, um, uh, Tina Knowles Lawson. Um, and she has some very famous daughters who sing a little bit. Um, Solange Just and Beyonce. Just a little, right? Just, Just a, a little, little bit. So to be able to be embraced by that couple uh, and especially by Richard saying that he was going to actually direct this production is pretty exciting. You know, first of all, you have an incredible smile, but your energy is even more infectious. We're speaking with Tanisha Nash-Laird, who is the president and CEO of Newark Symphony Hall. To have that passion, there had to be a production that you saw when you were young that meant the most to you. What was that? I, it was probably my first. So my mom sent me on a bus trip to see The Wiz. 
Um, it was my very first Broadway show. My eyes were like this. I was, you know, younger than my youngest daughter. Uh, she's 11. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was like eight, you know, and my eyes were really big. And it's, it's what made me fall in love with live theater and live entertainment. But absolutely. Thank you. Great questions. Thank you so much for asking about that because um, I get emotional thinking about that. My mom herself didn't go on the trip and she's no longer with us. And it only occurred to me now that she probably couldn't afford two tickets, but she made sure that I got to go. What would mom say now when she sees Tanisha <sighs> Nash Laird running Newark Symphony Hall? What would she say to you? I was that kid that said, I want to see things. And so she took me to see plays. She took me to museums. She, I think she, um, you know, my mom came with to New York with a one-way ticket from Jim Crow South with just a job to be the help in Scarsdale, New York. And so I'm getting emotional thinking about this because I think, um, I, I'd like to think that she's really proud. Oh, I bet she is. Yeah. And I bet she's looking down on you too, Tanisha. When we think about not only the influence that your mom had, it makes me think about my daughter because the first play I took her to see was Wicked. So you got you got Wiz and you got Wicked. That's right, Both, they're related. They're very much related. And she that has witch. been in love with Broadway theater ever since. She's a teacher, spent three years in the Newark School District as a teacher. Now she teaches special ed in the Neptune School District. So uh, she still loves Broadway and can repeat every line that Elphaba, you know, has in all of those songs, along with Glinda. And uh, I'm, I'll see her sometimes. You've never forgot those lyrics, have you? So it can have such an impact. So when we think about these type of productions, how what kind of age group do we want to come into Newark Symphony Hall to see this production, Black Terror? Oh, Black Terror. So Black Terror definitely is um, one of those... Uh, 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 PG, I would say. Um, but I think it's something that is important. You know, the New York Times, when they wrote their review, review back in 1971, said it was very important for audiences to see both black and white. So I definitely think that this is something that could be a conversation with your teen um, and look at the play and then have a conversation about the meaning behind what they're seeing uh, on the stage. So, yeah. Those wonderful billboards behind you in the hallways there, any one particular special to you? Well, you know, we never took the, the posters down after the, um, the state uh, funeral of uh, former mayor Ken Gibson. And those are posters from various stages of his life and career as our first African-American mayor. Yeah, and we had him at WBGO along with the three other mayors that were there. So that was a very special event that we had. We had Mayor Gibson, we had Mayor James, we had Mayor Booker and Mayor Brock all together in the same room. You know, that was a wonderful event that we had. Alexandra Hill, our reporter, put that together for us. So to see that tribute to Mayor Ken Gibson means a lot to the people of Newark, because when you talk to historians, and we've lost some great historians here in Newark, like Dr. Clem Price at Rutgers Newark, yes. who would, you know, as he would go through here, he, I'm sure Newark Symphony Hall would just make him light up right now if he was still with us. Great people in the city of Newark. And Tanisha Nash Laird is just one in the same. She's just bringing it on here. And thanks so much for joining us on the WBGO Journal. Thank you for having me.